Opinions on objects. Musings on miscellany. What we think about this, that, and everything else. My name's Jack. And my name's Andy. And And you're listening to Jack and Andy's Thoughts on Stuff. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. We do have, apparently, a few listeners. Whether or not they actually listen after they download the podcast is another thing. You're speaking very softly. It kind of sounds like a like an ABC nighttime <laughs> sort of thing. All right. I don't know why I was doing that. <laughs> it's very relaxing. Yeah, it's very relaxing. Hello. Oh, there's bloody, um, you know those ASMR like oh, bedtime yeah. stories? You just yes. have some random dude just tell you a story. Those weed me out, to be honest. Yes. Like, I don't know you. Why are you speaking so tenderly to me? (laughs) It's crazy. It's awkward. (laughs) Oh, we've already got off to a good start with our just diversionary. Yeah. But today, what we were going to start talking about is just anime in general, Mm. because we just, was it yesterday or the day before? Day before? Day before yesterday, I saw on Instagram that Crunchyroll are going to be showing... Uh, Tomo-chan is a girl. And I looked at it and thought, I recognize this. Why do I recognize this? And then realized that Tomo-chan is a girl is an anime that I, or a manga that I was reading like yeah. back on an old app that doesn't exist anymore. Back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. And now they yeah. made it into an anime. So and Andy sent it to me and is like, do you know this? And I'm like, ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> You have a much yeah, better memory for these things than I do. Well, you caught up. You just had, like, a blockage. <laughs> I did have a blockage, and then I was like, hang on a minute. That's that a manga that I was reading. So I'm looking, really looking forward to that. I really mm-hmm. like Tomo-chan. I love Tomo-chan yeah. as a girl. Mm. It was a little bit disappointing for me because I really wanted her best friend to be in love with her. But I think in the end, spoilers, it's sort of imp- it implies that she's her best friend's in love with her boyfriend. Mm. You thought it was that she was jealous of her boyfriend because she loved her best friend, mm-hmm. but it turns out she was jealous of her best friend because she loved her boyfriend. Don't know why. The guy's very boring. I mean, he's a nice boy, <laughs> but he's not special. <laughs> he is a little he's a dim-witted as well. <laughs> I mean, Tomo-chan's also a bit dense herself. but yeah, they're One of those cute kind of stupid meets stupid sort of combinations oblivious yeah like late late comers <laughs> late bloomers late bloomers i said not late comers late bloomers you could say late comers to puberty no i don't think they're late comers to puberty just like it's like their brain their mental functioning didn't keep up with their body development in that area <laughs> yeah they're just they're just very japanese i don't know very polite <laughs> yes but anyway, looking forward to that start. Yeah. So I loved her. Yeah, I loved her best friend. She's like the Sundere mm-hmm. type character. Looks really cute. Yeah, but, but... angry. <laughs> but then you meet like the, the foreigner. I can't remember her name is. Actually, oh, the blonde chick. That's the one I'm thinking names. of. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. The blonde chick's super cute, kind of dense, but also manipulative. Yes. <laughs> and her manipulative comes up against the best friend's manipulative. And then again, I was like, it'd be nice if they fell in love mm. because I've got a Yuri brain. <laughs> but no. No. Constant disappointment. But mm. otherwise, too cute and funny a series to not like. Yes, exactly. It was very cute. Definitely going to watch. Yeah, definitely. 
And the other one that I saw that's come out or is already out on um, Crunchyroll, and I don't know if it's Crunchyroll in Australia or Crunchyroll in America, but they've done a series for Fruits Basket for, um, oh, God, I forget the main character chick in Fruit Basket's name. Toru, Toru that's it. Toru's mum and dad. Oh. That's going to yeah. be sad, though, isn't it? Because he dies. <laughs> I know, he dies, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to watch this, but at the same time, I don't want to watch this because I hate watching sad things. Mm. I really don't like watching sad things. I get what too I emotionally involved in... Bloody, the latest season of Stranger Things. Oh, I haven't God, watched I hate it that yet. series. It's so good <laughs> that every time I swear the writers sit down, they're like... How can we make a really great character and then kill them? I know. Like, who are we, which great character that everyone's really attached to are we going to kill from this season? I know. I, I, so much. I haven't watched it yet. I've watched my, whenever I've gone to my parents. I've seen maybe a couple of episodes on. They've been watching it when I got there, but mm. I, I engaged in something else. I didn't have to watch it. But apparently my sister did give spoilers on how many people actually die in Stranger Things. That's not fair. <laughs> no. You're not supposed to do that. No. That's kind of half the fun. <laughs> so I've kind of been avoiding watching it. I'm not very good at keeping up with series that I really enjoy. Like we no. talked about Supernatural last time. Yeah. And how we haven't kept up with that. But that one's no. understandable considering there's like – and we did stop at like series six or something like that, mm. which I feel like that's a pretty good run of. <laughs> Actually, I was talking to one of my work colleagues about this the other day, and I was saying to him that I would like to revisit Supernatural, but I'll just skip the entire thing and watch the last season. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'll pick it up. I'm sure they'll reference enough things that occurred in the past that I'll just be able to figure out intuitively what's going on, and that'll be enough. Yeah. I don't need the rest of the details. <laughs> but where I stopped is where Castiel. Just it's Castiel, isn't it? Just yeah. just got kind of started becoming involved, hmm. but I haven't gotten into any of the nitty gritty and any of that sort of angels yeah. involvement in it. So I'm a bit like I think they've just the, um... killed Lilith, or Lilith is just I don't know if they I ever killed remember. Lilith, but yeah, something I feel like happened they with Lilith. Did, but then they didn't. She yeah. came back or something. I don't yeah. know anything like that. I'm just salty about um, the kill off your gaze thing they did with Castiel. That was mm. fucking. <laughs> They um I don't know if you heard about that. Mm. They uh, have like in the final episode or something. They have him confess that he's in love with Dean, mm. and then he dies. Ah, oh. <laughs> like I think he's saying it as he's dying. One of the two. Like it's yeah. like really close. Either he says it and then dies afterwards, or he's dying whilst saying it. <laughs> but up until then, they're like, nah, no homo, bro. Yeah, best best friends, bros being bros. And until that point, and they're like, oh no, he's dead. And a lot, it pissed a lot of people off. I would have. I mean, everybody loves a good BL. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like the writers are behind the times a bit. They are. I agree. I agree. But that, um, yeah, it's crazy. Hmm. There was... But yeah, I haven't... I'm only halfway through the second season of Umbrella Academy. Oh, uh, yeah. Apparently season three is really good. But I'm like, I need to finish season two first. I can't remember if I finished season two. I feel like you did. I feel like everyone has seen season two except for me. Yeah, I think I did see season two because mm. she's discovered her powers in season two. Yeah, she's got that relationship well, with. Should we call her she now? The since random. Since there's he, I don't know. I the character is still a she. No, no. They, so they've changed the character yeah. as well. She has a she has a she. He has a coming out in the third season. Oh, okay, that's good then. But then I'm like, they still refer to her as a she in the second season, but in theory, he had he was always a he. 
just he wasn't out yet. Therefore, when you talk about the seasons where they were still being treated as a she, technically that was still a he, just not being referred to as one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's. I was just wondering because I was like, oh, poor Elliot Page. Like, I don't want yeah. him to be having to yeah, put a wig on, and- <laughs> put a wig on, and act as a woman when like that was you know part of his trauma. Mm. So no. But that I haven't watched that one yet. It's the same Sex Education, the this recent season of Sex Education. Because I think we started watching that together when I lived with you, and mm-hmm. then I moved out, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh yeah, I'll get my boyfriend to watch this with me. Mm-hmm. But I realized pretty quickly that he wasn't interested in watching Sex, sex Education. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he disliked it, but he's just not interested enough. Yeah, to get him to repeatedly come back and watch another episode. Mm. It's a mm. good series, though. I actually really enjoy it, and I really want to watch the next season. I just, I've gotten so caught up in K dramas. I just, <laughs> it's like it's, it consumes my brain. Talking about junk, brain candy, brain, yeah. brain junk food before K dramas is certainly a brain junk food. Maybe even a heart junk food mm. for me. <laughs> I think that's how you tell, like. A TV series can be so good that you're super emotionally invested and all you want to do is constantly consume that media or, like, mm. information about it. And then there's, like, like K-dramas, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> or YouTube, where you watch it and you're kind of emotionally invested, mm. then it's over. Yeah. But you want more. Yeah. So you find another one. <laughs> like, it's not like a long-term investment. Yes. It's, like, really short. But I guess it's people doing really well at, like, tailoring things to what the brain wants. Mm. I think it's kind of how K-pop became so popular. Mm. They like really like emphasize pretty the things Asian that people boys. want. <laughs> pretty well. Asian boys. Yes, <laughs> being cute. Yes, being cute, being stylish. sassy and stylish, and just like a whole kind of different genre of human. I feel. Mm. Yeah, but K dramas, I really just think they fulfill a romantic need in me of mm. like what I would like in my like. It's not so much that I'm lonely. But it's like I'm not getting that in my actual life. So yeah. my brain needs to vicariously get that emotional input mm. somewhere else. I feel like that's – I'm starting to wonder if to be a fully formed human, <laughs> you need to feel that kind of feeling on some level for something. Yeah. It doesn't need to be someone. Like we were talking – you know, like you were saying about asexuality and all that sort of stuff. Like. Yeah. It's not about lust. It's about that that kind of different emotional mm. connection to someone meeting some kind of emotional need. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's weird though. It's um for me because I've been in a relationship for three years now. When I read that sort of stuff, it hits a bit differently mm. than it used to. But it's more kind of like a, oh, that reminds me when I first met my partner, mm. and we did that sort of stuff, or mm. we were shy about mm. whatever. But um, at the same time, I also read it. I'm like, yeah, nah. <laughs> I don't remember the first day that I met my partner. No. <laughs> I don't really remember a lot of details at all <laughs> yeah. from before we were actually dating because my brain doesn't remember that sort no. of thing. It's like, you know, like when you watch or read romances, it's kind of like two people who have a crush on each other spend time together and fall in love. Mm. When that's not necessarily how it works in real life. Because crushes in real life are scams. Mm. <laughs> and they are your brain lying to you. 
Yes, because you form this whole fantasy around someone that you probably haven't ever talked to. Yeah. Like, and you just build up who you think and you want them to be mm. in your mind. Yes. And so all idealized and perfect, mm. that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I think those um, romance dramas and books and that, they kind of combine the two things that the brain likes, the actual connection with another mm. person, the romance, and the stupid brain giddiness of like crushes mm. together into one perfect unfurling of a relationship but why do we do it to ourselves that's what <laughs> i want to know i always think of that line from pretty in pink which by the way i watched recently <laughs> and just realized how terrible it's that movie very is terrible especially just sociologically like it's just terrible like so much terribleness in there mm. um but I still wanted to watch it. Like, I'm just, like, cringing at all of the, like, freaking chauvinistic behavior. Yeah. Um, And the women just letting it happen, like, Mm. just cringing every single time. But um, anyway, one of the things, quotes that I do like from that movie is when um, the chick, who I always forget her name, the actual character's name, the main chick, Molly Green Ringwald's, character Mm. like when she's laying on the couch she's all sad and stuff she's i don't know something's happened at school with the her crush on the dude which i forget his name too (laughs) um and she's talking to her dad about it and she's like why is it gotta be so hard and he's like why do you think they call it a crush and i'm like yes it's so well named like it's, yeah. it's just crushing like it just freaking is too painful yeah. like i haven't had a crush in a really long time like Me neither my last crush was probably just before your last crush when was my last crush i feel like your last crush was when you were working with the courts oh old mate yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was He's a sweetie. Yeah, it's a he fair... wasn't personality-wise. <laughs> Just the idea of him in my brain. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. And yeah, my last crush was like some dude I kept seeing. He was more like an inspiration than a real crush. Yeah, perfect inspiration for my brain to create a fictional character on whom I then crushed. Yes, by being fully aware that they were not the same, same person, person as the person I met during work. They still can't <laughs> have getting that triggering no. sort of response. Eh? But yeah, my crush, Brains. my last crush was like, uh, it would have been 12, 10, 12 years ago mm, true. now. And that time, was yeah. like, yeah, that was a dude that I was, uh, I saw mate. all the time at nightclubs. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. and I, I used to go out weekly, like mm. every weekend to a nightclub and I used to see this guy all the time. And obviously it was triggered by a physical attraction at first but then mm. like you you know went like you do with crushes and people you don't actually generally talk to you build up and build this whole story of who they yeah. are and a whole fantasy about what type of person they are in your mind and i have a theory about crushes that i think as part you're building up the perfect relationship in your mind that you want to be a part of based around this person but sometimes i think the people you choose they have something that you want to emulate mm-hmm. or something that you feel is missing in your personality that you want to, like, adopt. Because mm. I feel like, I don't know, when you get over a crush, it's almost kind of like you've absorbed part Enough. of that into yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taken that on and then moved on, like, some yeah. kind of monster. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think the whole reason I stopped crushing on that dude is because I stopped going out so much and stopped seeing him. Yeah. 
But then I would see his name, and it wasn't a very common name. I would see his name everywhere, mm. and I used to convince myself that it was a sign, like <laughs> yeah, stupid, gullible, common naive. Name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of those names that you wouldn't think you'd come across very often, and yeah. yet somehow the name just kind of it's pops like, up. Yeah. And it's like, like when you get when you get a particular car, and you think yeah. that you you know nobody has that car, yeah, and then I've you get it, and <laughs> you get it, and then everybody has that car. Yeah, I see my car. <laughs> exactly, it's just crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would like to know more about how crushes work. I feel, mm. feel like someone should be investigating this, studying this, because I haven't had any real crushes since that guy, mm. as you mentioned. Mm. But I've had like micro crushes mm. like um like almost like my brain's like proper flag being like oh mm-hmm. we could crush on this person <laughs> then the rest of my brain's kind of like nah <laughs> maybe I we can't bother. That's nah. <laughs> well you know talking about fulfilling needs maybe that crush was fulfilling filling a hole and then that hole got filled by something else so you don't have mm. that hole there in your yeah i don't even get that now but mm. i've got a partner for three mm. years I don't even look. Mm. It's kind of like um, clothes shopping. Mm. Like when we used to go clothes shopping yeah. a lot, I really enjoyed it. But now that I don't go clothes shopping anymore, when I do, it takes me like a while for my brain to kick in. Mm. Like we went op shopping the other day and it wasn't until like the third store <laughs> where I rem- like I remembered how to shop for clothes again. <laughs> <laughs> Up until then, I'm kind of like, hmm, things on racks. <laughs> I have to try these on. That sounds like a pain. I know. But then like, the other day, um, I ended up in an op shop again with my partner. And they were like, oh, we'll just quickly look at this and leave. Mm. And I'm like, oh, what about this over here? <laughs> I have to look at this rack over here. And I'm like, a week ago, this was almost painful. Yeah, but now my brain's been reawakened. Yeah, no. To, like, the neuro, no, neuro, neuropathic? Yeah. Neuro- the neuron, the channels? Yeah. yeah neurological neurological, neurological ch- channels in my brain yeah. have been reawakened yeah. to like this thing <laughs> it's like that that path had gone dim but now it's like alive again yeah exactly it's like revived. i know my problem with clothes shopping though has been that like the fashion for like the last three or four years has been totally not my style oh for sure and much I've, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I'm and I've been shopping online and browsing online more than I have been in store. And even mm-hmm. when I go to the shopping centers and walk past the clothing stores, I am not at all interested no. well, in so anything. Well, some stuff online. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about stationery now. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's moved on from clothes, but the same principle. And it kind of reminds me what I was talking to you about before we started recording mm. about how the stuff in the shops like around the town as all the same mm. like it's one particular type of fashion that's just cut and pasted mm. into every store mm. to please the masses so yeah. i think if you go online you have boutique stores that aren't restricted by needing to yeah. have enough customers in one location so they can have more specific tailored stuff mm. i found it stationary definitely mm. my problem is is like with clothing that's stationary like we can go Daiso and get really good, like not really good, but cute stuff. Yeah, their their washi tape game is a bit sad, <laughs> but uh, well, it's online is amazing. Yeah, there's even like um, independent artists who produce their own washi tapes mm. based on their own art, mm. and that stuff is freaking awesome. And expensive. <laughs> yes, expensive. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say with clothes, like my problem is, is like yeah, I like the fashion. I I prefer like the urban, more urban 
kind of edgy, uh, sort of tomboyish kind of style of clothing for mm. women and not, That's always not lots of cropped shirts. The 90s shirts. was good for it, but yeah, still not so, great. No, not lots of cropped shirts and tight pants, mm. like, you know, and high wasted shorts and stuff like that yeah, like i just annoying. can't find anything even online it's hard to find stuff yeah, you might find one thing in one online store but you can't find like an online store that's just dedicated to that style like it's mm. really hard now i love um character themed clothes mm. and you get some really good stuff online but not in everyday life mm. and i mean that like as in um not like jj's is good mm. Or it was mm. back when, like, they were the first place I could ever find it. They had like mm. a Dragon Ball Z shirt mm. or something like <laughs> yeah. that. But online, even like not like no name characters, mm. just designs people have done that have like cartoons mm. featured on their clothing. I really like that sort of stuff. Mm. But most of the time, you have to get it online, and it ends up being like a Japanese site <laughs> or Chinese sizes as well. Like, yeah, yeah, and they're all small. Yeah, and that sort of stuff. But the thing is, with, like the bad fashion, that like, the crop tops and the high waisted mm. pants and that. I actually really like the 80s fashion, but I feel like when they've, like, um, they've gone retro, yeah, they've got, like, the worst parts of I the want, 80s I fashion. I want bright colours, yeah. you know, like, bright colours and shorts. Like, if you're going to do long pants, like, do cargo pants, lots of pockets, you know, like. Yeah. If you're going to do crop tops, I want a, a fluorescent yellow leotard <laughs> on underneath, yes, exactly. not just bare midriff. That's 90s, not 80s. Get yeah. Right. I know, but they've just gone with all of these earthy pastel tones, yeah, which are just like gross. terrible. And those pastel earthy tones do not suit. And none of those that that actual style of because I'm mm. large chested yeah. and I'm like short and stocky. I'm not mm. fat, but I'm athletic build. I don't those that style does not suit my body shape no. whatsoever. I and I think like we've discussed this before yeah. in another podcast. <laughs> <Probably>. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's been like fifteen years since you've had baggy pants that were baggy around the calves. Mm. Like, we've had 15 years of baggy pants having big asses, like yeah, big baggy butts, <laughs> and then tiny little tapered-in, like, ankles, Yeah, which is the opposite of what works for yeah. my figure. And I think a lot of people. But they're yeah. so popular, and they've been around for ages now. No. Who is buying this? No one looks good in clothing that doubles the size of their ass. I know. Unless they haven't got one. Back in the early 2000s, late 90s, it was like flare jeans and like boyfriend leg jeans, mm. like the wide leg jeans and stuff like that. And I, I used to wear that. them all the time. Yeah. I probably would not go back to wearing those because I do prefer skinny jeans <laughs> now. Well, my thing was even then I was annoyed because the flare always came out too low. Mm. So it still accentuated my butt. <laughs> And then it flared out from the knees. Mm. So I had like a big butt, skinny little knees, and then flared <laughs> out again. I always like straight leg mm. or um, boy, boy leg. Boy leg. Where boyfriend it was like leg. Boyfriend leg, leg is yeah. baggy. Yeah. So like it makes you look straight, straight up and down. Yeah. That was my favorite. But that, but that was popular for a very brief period of time, apparently. No, it wasn't brief. Like it was late 90s to maybe 2010 because I had a photo come up um, on my OneDrive from 11 years ago. Mm-mm. And it was me when I was in Europe and I was wearing wide leg jeans. And I remember at that time, like, oh, that was all I ever wore was wide leg or flared. Not mm. flares. What are they, bell bottoms or something? Flared. Flare, flares. I think they were called flares. I think they were called flares. I think yeah. it's really different. I think maybe flares are lower down. Yeah. Yeah. And there's boot cut. 
boot well. cut boot cut jeans. I yeah. think that was what I was wearing more. But they were like the second best after. Yeah, but I looked at the pi- the picture boyfriend. and I was just like, why did I ever wear these <laughs> jeans? Like I look so fat and disgusting. But I mean, I do like skinny jeans and stuff. I think sometimes they're a little bit too like they have they don't they're not either high enough in the waist or they're. Mm-hmm. There. and uh, jeans always piss me off because they're always like you sit down and they like literally cut you in half and oh, then yeah, you stand up and they like it. bloody almost fall yes. off of you and it's yes, like weird. i'm like can we just get this right <laughs> like, even if they just put like a little elastic or something on the sides so yeah. that when you're sitting down you're not getting cut in half by these freaking jeans but i don't know i remember you wearing a boyfriend pants back then but I also remember looking for them at that same time mm. and I could never find Because I remember you being like, oh, no, they're everywhere. And then I could never freaking find them. They were them. always at, like, Valley Girl. Yeah. Like, Valley Girl used to sell them all the time. That store's changed. Yeah, it's it has changed a lot. Yeah. It's weird. Valley Girl used to be the store to go to get yeah. anything that you wanted. And they had such a great eclectic variety yeah, of clothes. And now it's just all the bloody same. Yeah. yeah and that, like the Valley Girl, I think, is definitely just an Australian Probably. store um mm. it's like alley alley fashion they yeah. used to be very eclectic and stuff but now it's kind of pretty much a lot of the same same yeah, things but it's also it like that really high quality fashion it feels more yeah it feels yeah. more dodgy more like it's gonna fall apart these days mm. but um remember when yeah. we got into equip like we used to go wear a lot of equip and then we found out that they had like really bad Oh, sort of like yeah, slave labor and yeah. stuff like that. So we stopped buying them. That was unfortunate. Them. Yeah. They had some nice stuff. They did. Assholes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Now I just wear men's pants. It solves my problem. <laughs> yeah. I need to get boyfriend leg pants. I just wear boys' pants. I know. Problem solved. Well, my body shape shape does suit better the um, skinny leg, skinny leg jeans. But... Mm. They, I suit better more the ones that sit more on your hips, not like up around your waist. Because when I wear things that up around my waist, because I've got a big chest, <laughs> I look so frumpy. It's so gross. I'm just like, I feel like there are people in the buying, in the clothing stores who are like, who have like skinny ass models in mind when they're yeah. buying for the fashion because they do not, they definitely do not have athletically built. No. Large chested women. I think, that's, <laughs> I think that is an actual problem in the fashion industry. They have a tendency to be like, they make the design for skinny women, and then to make it for larger women, they just put extra centimeters on. Mm. But they don't compensate for like how being larger will make like the hem of the skirt come up higher. Yeah. So you need to actually lengthen the dress as well as like make yeah. it wider. Like that sort of stuff. Like yeah. they don't compensate for all these different factors. No, exactly. But it's just like some of those shirts that they do. Like I look on and I'm like, that looks like a really nice shirt. But I know that it's not going to sit the same off me because that is hanging off the skinny shoulders of a flat-chested woman. (laughs) It's not going to look the same on me when I have like swimmer's shoulders more or less and like, you know, a large chest. It's it's amazing how many shirts as well have really tiny arm holes. holes. Yeah. Like, what do these people have skeleton, yeah. just, like, bones for the freaking arms? Because <laughs> I've always been relatively skinny, not as much now as I used to be. But, say, like, five years ago, I could wear a singlet top two sizes smaller than my T-shirt size mm. because I didn't have to compensate for my shoulders. Mm. But every now and then I wouldn't be able to wear 
tiny singlets mm. because the armholes would be freaking minuscule. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why? Well, I know. This is crazy. And they're normally the cheaply made ones, mm. like the ones that you get from like Kmart or something like that. That's when I find that there's a problem with the armhole yeah. actual size. And like, you can pull them down, but then like a minute later they've like slid back up and trying to cut your arms off. I know. But also just like the broadness of the shoulders in the back. Like you you and I both have similarly kind of broad sort of shoulders. So mm. even just finding stuff that fits everywhere else. But then when we try to like move, the move arms. our arms across our body, it's yeah. like, holy shit, I'm going to stare. It's like fucking like break, bust out the shirt yeah, out the back. No <laughs> yeah. I have a combination of having really long arms too. So pretty much every single shirt that's not a man's shirt comes up like two inches past my wrist when it's supposed to be like half an inch part like over my hand from yeah. my wrist. Mind you, men's shirts are the opposite. They do like two freaking inches over down my hand yeah. past my wrist. But whatever. Yeah. yeah. I just rolled them up. <laughs> no. oh, what a diversion from anime into fashion. It's really random. But we were talking earlier too, just like active wear and being able to get like, like printed, like cute printed, yeah, active wear. Like there's just not enough variety in fashion these days, no. really. Like, Things that I want are not available no. easily for me. And I don't. I mean, I have. I would, in my mind, in my brain, I dream of going and doing like a dressmaking course because I can sew. I just have. I need to learn how to make a pattern and then actually use the pattern to make the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then maybe you know I would because every time we have an event, like I always have a great idea for an outfit in mind. But can like my birthday that's just gone, mm. just could not find anything new and I had to just go with something old yeah. that I had. But I got really awesome new shoes. But it's just a pain in the ass because every time I have an idea. I can never mm. find anything to to go with it to make it work because yeah. it's just the fashion at the times. Like, well, my problem is I like like I said character themed clothing, yeah. so I'd need to have like really good iron on print transfer. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or actually make my own clothes and then ship them to some kind of proper printing like fabric printing company. Because yeah. <laughs> apparently the um a lot of the iron on ones they fade over time. Mm. Like they just how they are you can't fix that you have mm. to go and have it done by a professional screen printer mm. to get it to be long lasting or something and then not to pay like and 50 million dollars for like one t-shirt yeah, exactly. you'd have They're to get like a hundred yeah you'd have to get a yeah. hundred done and try and sell them somehow <laughs> as i yeah. start getting bloody um fabric paints i'll just draw directly onto my shirts mm. Mm. So, on that thing and kind of linking back to the what we started talking about like it's like when I'm reading a lot of the um, manga that I read on like Tappers or Webtoon or whatever, the artists are also now making like a lot of them make their own merchandise and some of that's really mm. cute, like little plushies or keychains or oh, yeah, t-shirts and stuff like that or hoodies, things like that. Mm. <laughs> like that's pretty cool. Like you're talking about the people like who you buy your washi tape from and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I think that's so if you have a character, cool like, stuff. but I read some of the comments on some of those things, like mm. Tappers and Webtoon have the comments. There's another app that I use, Manta, that don't have comments. It's just plain um, manga. But 
sometimes I read some of the comments and I'm just like, this person is way too involved already for the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're plants or something. Uh, I feel like, like there's people really who just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, you're way too involved. And then some of the other, I'm just like, I feel like you're just putting, being over enthusiastic because you want to get top comment because I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, sometimes I wonder if what social life these people <laughs> have. No Possibly. offense to anybody who comments, but no, some exactly. of them I'm just a bit like, it could just be very on the internet. <laughs> yes. I mean, there was only one that I've ever felt like commenting on, and that was that Teddy and Bear, that one that I sent you on webtoon oh, that yeah. is like the um free one because we're i'm pretty sure it's an australian person because it had like a it didn't wasn't called bunnings but it was like buntings or something like that and they were talking about going and having a sausage sizzle yeah and i'm like this is australian <laughs> even though it seems like the school maybe they've tried to s- slightly base it on like japanese school and yeah, also, like, one of the characters yeah. does a lot of, um, he does a lot of, um, mascot sort of work for his mum. Like, his mum makes him wear a bear costume, and that's a very mm. big thing in Japan. I'm like, I think this is an Australian creator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Teddy and Bear, it's all right. And I've, I've, I, I went to comment. It. I know, I, like I don't. Heartbreaker, but it's all right. Yeah, I don't love it. There's something that irks me about it. I'm not sure what it was. I think that there's a little bit of jumpingness in the story. Sometimes, mm. like, it st- doesn't, it kind of feels a little bit disjointed. Oh, no. But I, what, that was the only one I ever was going to comment on, and it was that Bunnings episode. And I was like, <laughs> Bunnings! <laughs> Are you Australian? I know you're Australian. <laughs> yeah. You've shown your hand. Yeah. You, <laughs> you've hinted. You've dropped a hint now. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of good webtoons, though, that I've come across. Yeah. Australian high schools just don't lend themselves to really cute um, comic stories. Shane High Schools is sitting out on an aluminium friggin' bench in the heat because there's no shade and then getting hit in the back of the head with the football. Like, I don't know how to make that. Well, I mean, that's one school, that's one school and... experience. See, that wasn't my, my school experience. And, like, I don't know. It's very different from Japanese. Like, I feel like, you know, it seems like Japanese schooling might have been cooler, but it would have been hmm. very similar Probably. There'd be a lot of um, romanticization. Romanticization. Yeah. Romanticizing of of school life by the authors themselves in the manga. But I don't know. I just can't think anything really romantic of my high school. (laughs) Ugly ass uniforms, sitting around being too hot, too cold, getting kicked out of stairwells. (laughs) And we certainly like Japanese. I think the benefit of Japanese. And, like, in Australia, like, when at least when we went to school, I don't know what your school was like, but when I went to school, like, we were wearing polo shirts and shorts and a skirt. Like, it wasn't, like, a button-up shirt, blouse with, like, a tie and a nice skirt. That was only the private schools that wore those sorts of things. Otherwise, our high school was just a white white polo shirt with a green skirt. (laughs) We had button-up shirts and plaid skirts in high school. Mm. But our um, physical fitness, our sports out uniform is like a bright gold polo shirt and bright green shorts. 
green and gold. Yeah. Yeah. No, ours was... Like, intense versions. Not nice green and gold, but, like, the green was a dark green. Yeah. And the gold was, like, an orangey gold. (laughs) No, ours was always just polo shirt. And then we had, like, you could get a sports shirt, but um, a sports singlet, but that's only if you made Peninsula teams. And Peninsula teams in Australia means, like, regional teams, like... You you only got that if you were in like a peninsula squad or something. But yeah. our shirt, our uniform was the same, and it was only in grade twelve that our school captains got like a formal uniform to wear, like grey pants for the guys and like a green, oh, okay. like a checkered green and black sort of skirt for the girls. But nobody else got it. But then when I left, like a couple of years after I left, they got. Hmm. those sorts of uniforms as a standard uniform yeah no um, but i was glad for it because i didn't want to be wearing that formal shit i was glad (laughs) to wear my green shorts and my polo shirt (laughs) no um in our 11 and 12 our last two years of high school Mm. our uniform changed to white t-shirts like button-up shirts i should say Mm. and like bone colored pants Mm. which i much preferred Mm. like i know tartan feels very traditionally <laughs> school, school in, in Australia. Australia. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, we probably get it from England. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But in practice, it does not look remotely sophisticated. It looks really kind of trashy. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> no. Well, in primary school, we did have an option of like a brown and white checkered like dress. Oh, so, but our, our, our otherwise, our uniform was like a green um, shirt green shirt with a brown collar and a brown skirt or brown shorts. It actually didn't look as bad as it sounds. <laughs> the colors actually went quite well. But yeah, this the dress, it wasn't like block bold brown. It was like brown lines and checks. So it looked very school checkery, but it was oh, just okay. brown and white. Yeah, and just my, and you reason, can the tartan looks bad because it wasn't actually tartan. No. It was tartan print printed onto like really thin fabric <laughs> that usually faded and went ratty yes, around the edges. exactly. Well, the good thing about primary school is you could buy the material, like you're a- oh, able yeah, to buy true. the material. Maybe so my, as well. Yeah, so my grandmother used to make me all different styles of dresses when I was in grade one, two, and three, hmm. but then I stopped wearing them and I just wore the shirt and shorts after that, so, or shorts, shirt and, squ- shirt and skirt, which was, <laughs> you know, the pleat pleated like zip the sports skirt sports (laughs) it wasn't a sport and then we had that pervert teacher in grade seven who wouldn't allow us to wear tights underneath our skirts yeah that's very that's really that sounds like a japanese high school bullshit (laughs) at least if you have ever seen as a mega there's a creepy teacher in that that like complains about girls wearing the incorrect swimming uniforms because he wants them to wear like Anyway, so wrong. Anyway, <laughs> lots of wrongness. So strange in. character. <laughs> I know he's not tolerated. No, but this he's not tolerated by the characters. Mm. But the fact that he's so routinely in the mm. series means he's clearly tolerated by like the author and the audience. Yeah, sort of exactly. Thing. And that's a bother. Mm. Yeah, that's anyway. But yeah, lots of pervy characters. Lots of fan service. I want to see more male fan service in in anime. I know that anime is probably traditionally watched mostly by, like, um, shut-in males in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, give me a give me an anime where I'm getting fan service <laughs> of, like, a well 
endowed, not endowed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Give me a where I can get a well, nicely built. Muscular. Muscular and see lots of shirtlessness in yeah. that. Like. I think what you're looking for is free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it a water swim club oh, yes, or something exactly. like that? <laughs> but you know, they're not they're not like all nicely built. They're like they're very skinny. lean. Yeah. yeah, very lean. I'm like lean is nice, but they're also high school boys. Like give well, me yeah, that's true. <laughs> um give me appropriately aged. <laughs> like a fantasy a fantasy anime. It's just semi naked hot knights. Wasn't that what was the one the anime the Oh, no, it's not an anime. Like the in Final Fantasy, you know the big guy that Final Fantasy ten. You know the um oh. the blue head is it? Is he blue head dude? The big guy the has a fight in, in the game. end. You know who I'm talking about? He has like the things coming out of his. I think so. Ah, oh, I forget his name. He's not kind of beast person or something. No, he's not like the bad guy. He's kind of like he's just like the rival. I don't know. Real rivals. Yeah, I don't know that he's oh, far out. I can see the character. I just can't think of. Yeah, my entire Final Fantasy knowledge is based entirely on Final Fantasy VII. So he said the big guy. I'm like, Barrett? The big black guy <laughs> with a gun for a hand? <laughs> no, no. Somehow no. I don't think that's who. Mine's all, mine's all Final Fantasy X because that's really the only Final Fantasy I've actually played. Um,. Oh, what's his name? It's this dude, but I can't remember his name. Eyes with the blue he- forehead tattoos. And, yeah. And then he's got the hair that comes yeah, out. Yeah, like, You now. can't see me online doing the things of, like... <laughs> um, what's Just his name? Some... It's really bothering me. I need to find Audio out. descriptive assistance. Jekt is pretty cool, too. And Seymour. is repeatedly moving her hand... Yeah. From close to her head, outwards. <laughs> in a zigzag motion. In a zigzag motion. Seymour. <laughs> I've got to show you, like... Seymour Skinner. Skinner. Oh, that's fan, fan writing. But just the way... I mean, he's not, like, extremely attractive. No, but his just face the, is a bit funny. He's buff. Yeah, just the way he's, like, dressed and stuff like that. You know, like, that sort of fan service. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> attractive, attractive, well-muscled, <laughs> chesty. You know, I just want to see that sort of shit. None yeah. of these, like, boobs and panty shots. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe other people appreciate that. <laughs> but I want one that's targeted to, like, heterosexual women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, anyway, fun times. There's so much in so much fan service in some like we're talking about bastard before that I'm yeah. just like it's too much. Like, it's too much <laughs> that deal. I can't ignore. <laughs> I can't ignore all of it. And then when I'm watching that with my brother, it's kind of like we both just <laughs> look away because it feels like inappropriate to watch it with a sibling. But yeah, anyway, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we probably leave it at that. Yeah, sounds like a good place to end. Mm. All right. Well, hope everybody enjoyed this episode of us just rambling on about yeah. bullshit. Really, um, a lot of fashion talk. Yeah, lots. Yeah, more fashion talk than I intended. But mm. we're thinking of maybe trying to do more anime and manga reviews in future episodes. Maybe making it a constant. So yeah. we'll see how we go. But anyway, for now, enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Have a good one. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bye. See ya.